the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. The law and the um, politics have collided. And in this instance, law has won. There's a logic to the decision. The 14th Amendment provides that insurrectionists may not hold office. The lower court found that Donald Trump had engaged in insurrectionist activity. That's consonant with what the January 6th committee found. Thank you, Norm Eisen. Well, let's have a brief celebration, shall we? Before we get to the Supreme Court. I mean, even Ellie Mistal tweeted, well, knock me over with a feather. Yes, he did. <laughs> wow. We love you, Denver, City by the Bay. We do love you, Denver. <laughs> nice. We love you, Denver, City by the Bay. Uh, okay, so thoughts, prayers. I say, I've been saying this from day one, by any legal means necessary. He have, he is an existential threat, not just to this country, but to the world. And I don't, I, you know, I will take whatever tool in the toolbox we can. Judge Ludig, who's a, you know, the conservative giant that everybody quotes, right? Uh, he said the individual justices of the Colorado Supreme Court brought honor to their court as well as to the state and federal judiciaries with their opinion tonight in this historic case. Their opinion is unassailable under the objective law of the federal constitution in section three of the 14th Amendment. The Supreme Court of the United States ought to affirm, uh, affirm this decision today. Well, they're going to have to take it up fast, right? Because it's it January mm-hmm. 5th I mean, they or can d- They can deny taking it up. They right. can do that. Right. 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 You but need four to agree right. to take a case. But the Republican Party of Colorado is already planning ways on getting around this. They they are gonna they're gonna do a caucus instead of a primary, and and that's a that's a legal way of getting around this. So uh, yeah, well, but I mean, it could be dominoes because there's other states, and you know, we'll see what the Supreme Court. I mean, and then I, these other states that their Republican parties yeah. will have caucuses yeah. instead of. Yeah, I I don't think it it. I changes as much as you might think it changes. Oh, Eeyore, can you just give us a moment of happiness and celebration? Just oh. a little glimmer of light in this fascist hellscape. How did I know he was going to be a total well, I, blocking buzzkill of an Eeyore? I just didn't. I just I, got off the phone I, with Dean Obadala, who I, okay. said I, he, he thinks there is a very, his, in his lawyer hat, I was calling him about the Middle East, but right. it's a whole thing. <laughs> really, I need to understand everything better. An emergency call before the show. Dean, help me. Help me. Don't, help can me. you explain 70 billion, 11 billion years of history in the Middle East to me? And Ten I got minutes. 20 minutes before we go on. <laughs> oh, boy. I got Malcolm Nance today, and I got a. I, uh, I'm kind of surprised uh, he was up this early. Yes. Oh, I texted him first. I oh, did okay. say, Are you up? Okay. You up? Sup? What you doing? Sup? Depending for your thoughts. <laughs> you up? Okay. Hit me back. Um, <laughs> and he hit you back? No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Oh. <laughs> no, he is uh, fantastic. But he, but we talked about the Supreme Court thing last. And as a lawyer, he said, um, he, I, who knows? But he thinks there's a very good chance. I mean, I, I, it, the thing that I just can't, I cannot believe there's a, this is a, there's a universe in which Clarence Thomas does not have to recuse himself from this. But uh, well, uh, he's not forced. I mean, he's not required to recuse himself from he anything. Yeah. I know a, he should, yeah. but he's not required to. He's not required to, to, to not take right. $300,000 RVs. Exactly. 
Um, you know, a lot of these norms that yeah. we've that we've Dean. had for for all these years need to be codified into law. That's yeah. what Trump has made us discover. Yeah. We, the fact that we even have to be here because right. Republicans are such cowards, and of course they still are. Right. You know, privately they're all celebrating this and going, "Oh, oh my God!" Well, this, because, yes, they are. because they don't. So that way they can keep their. their crazy MAGA base, yes. right? And, and go, oh, well, it was th- terrible and wrong what they did yes. in the Supreme Court, which is oh, it's awful. Oh, my God. This decision and they're, has, has yeah. already done wonders for their fundraising. Right, so that they can t- try to not piss right. off Trump's base and yet right. have it both ways. So and politically, it's good for them, And we're here because they're cowards, because they haven't done I mean, are you kidding? They are praying like we are that somebody or something stops Trump, whether it's the Supreme Court or Jack Smith or God knows what, right? I mean, it's... it's but even Nikki Haley's Intention is that the voters should stop Trump, not the courts. Well, we did, and again, Christie. as we keep saying, yeah. we did. Everybody, he tried to overturn the will of the voters. That's why we're here. Right. We did vote. We've already done that. Yeah, and so, yeah, but what? I, they're all. You knew they were all going to be cowards about yeah, this, sure. and, and yeah. Um, Dean's uh, tweeted: "Barring Trump from the ballot for violating the Fourteenth Amendment is not undemocratic. It's called upholding the U.S. Mm-hmm. Constitution. You know what is undemocratic? Trump attempting a coup and engaging in the January sixth insurrection." Um, he went on to say, if the U.S. Supreme Court agrees with the Colorado Supreme Court that Trump is disqualified from the presidency by way of the 14th Amendment, Trumpers can write in Trump all day. Uh, but if, even if he wins, he can never be sworn in as president. Never. Um, a lot of opinions out there this morning. I mean, because I, I think this is obviously uh, not the only state. And yeah. I. Well, there oh, are. Oh, lot. by the way, I think Republicans, if you're really patriots, you follow what uh, that Vivek? delightful Vivek Ramaswamy says and everybody should run. remove themselves from the Colorado bo- ballot in solidarity with Donald Trump. Do you, do you, do, where's your loyalty? Stick together. And by the way, who doesn't want to spend more time with Vivek Ramaswamy? You go with him. Go with him. Oh my God, it's going to be so much fun. It's like being trapped in an elevator with him. Go. Solidarity. Take your names off. Go on a, maybe a hike, like an RV trip with Clarence Thomas instead of getting on the Colorado ballot. Yeah. Clarence and Ginny. There's some great hiking in Boulder. Uh-huh. There is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We, we were trapped much. in Boulder for a day. Remember that? <laughs> because the guy that owns the show that's trying to kill me for the life insurance uh-huh. money yeah. set the car GPS to avoid highways. Yep. And so it, it took us uh, 11 million hours go? to like, get from Boulder to Denver. The, the uh, DNC was in Denver. The DNC was in Denver. Yeah. You can tell your you know caste system, your place in the party by how far away your hotel yep. is. We were DNC. in Boulder. We were in Boulder. It's only 25 miles. <laughs> Only 25 miles. Well, unless you've set your GPS for when avoid you, highways. Yeah. When you do a morning show live <laughs> and it, you're 25 miles away from the arena and you have to go through that phalanx of security, oh, that's boy. not fun. Oh, boy. Good times. Well, at least they're an hour later than here. And <laughs> we didn't take highways from Boulder to Denver. It's just the 25. Just take the 25. And if you've down. ever had to sit through Ron's commentary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, did you know that this section of Colorado has been here since the 1800s? The original gold miners. You really, seriously, uh-huh. you just if you were that lady on the airplane, airplane. airplane you just hang yourself. Yeah. On the, no. And also, this is why I print directions so that you don't have to rely on GPS. <laughs> All right. Well, this was 2008. Anyway, Chris and I Prince. spent a lovely year one day in Boulder. In Boulder. <laughs> I love Boulder. It's a lovely town. It is lovely. It really it is. is. Lots of liberal hippies. We love you, Boulder. Yes. City by the city by the bay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, well, this would be fun. Dean also tweeted, uh, the chances that Donald Trump flees the U.S. and seeks yeah. asylum in another country just went up after the Colorado decision bar- bar- barring him from the ballot. I feel like we're, after all we've been through, we're owed a slow speed chase in a Bronco, aren't we? <laughs> slow jet chase? Um, and that'd be fun if he tries to go to Mexico because he's very popular there. Hmm? Uh, he, he won't do any of that because that would be... Uh, admitting defeat. That would be admitting defeat. He's, There's no he, chance th- of him never trying, to, admits, trying to climb over a fence and stepping never, out of Schlitz nope, can. He no. never admits defeat. He always stays in, and fights until the end. Until he can't oh, fight no, anymore. Oh, no, he just say, I'm fighting from over there. So no. You have to fight over he, here. Yes. I wanted to go. Secret Service prevented me. They said, no, right. I couldn't go. But they said my bone spurs were acting up and I couldn't possibly go. Has he ever admitted defeat? No. Okay, then. Um, <laughs> except he's selling the Dean uh, Obadala also tweeted... In. Uh, LOL, MAGA is threatening a civil war because the Colorado Supreme Court upheld the U.S. Constitution. You'd think MAGA would be tired of losing to 2018 midterms, 2020, January 6, 2022, 2023. So much winning. So much winning. Oh, who did that? Oh, Sunday, uh, Divine, rush delivery to Mar-a-Lago following the Colorado decisions. (laughs) That's just a giant Heinz truck. That's fantastic. What is, is there an official catch-up alert level at Mar-a-Lago? Uh, Mary Trump tweeted out, you know, R.I.P. to the Heinz Company. <laughs> no, this is good for the Heinz Company because now they have to keep replacing that exactly. catch-up. <laughs> this is amazing for the Heinz Company. <laughs> They're happy. Yeah. Yes. I haven't gotten to this is morning stack. Yeah. It's so surprising, though, Chris. Trump goes on furious posting Bender after being dumped off the ballot. Oh, did you expect anything else? Yeah. Oh, baby's very... Oh, baby caps lock early. Caps lock alert and catch-up alert. Okay, so it's right. it's not me. It's it's just any chair over here. She did. Yes, that. Bonnie likes to dig a hole to China. Okay, China. Uh, uh, Trump was an enemy of the Constitution, according to uh, George Conway, who said the uh, uh, legal basis is correct for the Colorado decision. Um, I, we shall see. Well, it's, right? un, uh, it's unprecedented. So unfortunately, everything's unprecedented. I know. Yes, <laughs> because of him, like the things right. we've never had to think exactly. about. Exactly. And so the oh. Supreme Court is going to weigh in on it and we let's hope that they yeah and nobody has confidence in this makeup of the supreme court but i i don't know you know again i would someone mentioned yesterday you know if they rule for him for instance on immunity then they're taking their own power away they're just saying okay he can ignore anything we rule if he's president again well like allison said yesterday uh then joe biden doesn't have to leave office right yeah exactly really you want to rule that way kids exactly uh, all right, Shouty McShoutface, Malcolm Nance for the hour. For the hour. Yeah, it's a, wow, we've got a lot going on. <laughs> we'll uh, talk about, well, because obviously he's, his last book, They Want to Kill Americans, is really about what happened January 6th. And this, I, if this is an insurrection, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I'm, again, not a lawyer. I know that shocks you, Chris. Uh, I, well, I am not a lawyer. What? Since when? I've taken a law class. I don't see how Me this too. does not violate the yeah the Fourteenth Amendment. I I just uh, you know I, I, I took two law classes actually. I only Did took you? one. Oh, I took two. Oh. All right. I had to write briefs and stuff. Same here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No wonder you learned that fancy stare decisis and whatever the other tort. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Right. It's a post facto. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. My point. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, and also Congress left town without funding anything for yeah. Ukraine. And or so, Israel. So, yeah, or yes. Israel. And that's what I, we can talk to Malcolm about. I would go ahead and preemptively turn your volume down a little bit. <laughs> get, yeah, get ready for yeah. that. But yeah, I, no, I had a great... Uh, we obviously had Dino Badal on a few days ago. And, you know, 
it's hard to talk about 11 billion years of history in the Middle East on a talk radio show when, you know, we covered some legal topics and uh-huh. other stuff. And But, you know, it was just a really, I just really wanted to learn. So it was an interesting conversation about, because first of all, he has family there. So this mm-hmm. is not, you know, this is, this is personal. There yeah. is anger in the Muslim community, obviously, Absolutely. but, you know. I just, it's so heartbreaking because we were saying like after October 7th, there's no doves left in Israel either, you know, Netanyahu doesn't want a two-state solution, most Israelis don't now, you know, Palestinians, like we were, I was talking to Dean about, you know, polling showing they would, you know, if there were an election today, they'd vote for Hamas again, it's just, it it feels so hopeless to me, and I, as you know, I've said, I, I just think Biden is doing the best he can with a horrible situation mm-hmm. and he has spoken out has. about the israel's losing the world support and to be you know more proportional but i that being said i said to dean i don't what do you do i don't know what to, this literally is i don't know what israel's supposed to do what biden's supposed to do when you have this terrorist enemy that is embedded and using human you know civilians as human shields like i what did Dean say to that? Malcolm wrote, wrote a piece about, you know, how we took ISIS out and, and you know, yeah, and we talked about this, Chris. So we, the, unfortunately, because of Republicans, the U.S. has no moral high ground. We didn't even attack the right country after 9-11. Right. We killed hundreds of thousands yeah. of civilians, you know. So we're and the so, last country to tell Israel what to do. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, and you know, we just talked about the proportional that mm-hmm. this would be like 40,000 40, Americans killed in one day. And yeah. what would you expect the U.S. to do? And the fact that I don't even, I, I think I saw it yesterday was it 13 americans were killed on by hamas on october i think seventh and i think i can't remember the number that are still hostage Mm -hmm. but i just think imagine that anywhere else in the world we'd be going crazy Mm -hmm. but are we like how come nobody seems to care about that because it was in israel that i I don't anyway i just my heart breaks for everybody on both sides but anyway american israeli citizens so yeah oh so they don't count well i'm I know, I, didn't mean, I know you didn't mean that, but that's my point. That's the way Jews feel. I, I, yeah, I Do, know. I mean, I have, yeah. I have Jewish, I mean, I have Palestinian friends like Dean, and mm-hmm. I have Jewish friends that are, you know, peaceniks, but are like, you know, this. Like, you know, that, that it's yeah. just. I, yeah. I've mentioned my friend um, who's originally from Lebanon. He, he yeah. lives in New York City right now, and he, and he started calling Joe Biden genocide Joe. Oh, He's yeah. never been political in his entire life. Yeah, yeah. And this is kind of radicalized him yeah yeah on both I, sides on both i mean that's, that's yeah, the problem right it's, it's, exactly and, yeah and understandably everybody needs to just watch munich again <sighs> oh yeah that's a it's thank a good, you for that entertainment tip joe no it's a good movie it's a steven spielberg <laughs> movie <laughs> it's a little mary sunshine very, over there yeah. very like poignant that's like right. when travis told me to watch handmaid's tale for entertainment you know mm, for fun right i love the handmaid's tale <laughs> No, oh. I have both of the books. No, no, happy clappy, only happy clappy it's for me. It's better now. Oh, you need to just keep watching. Uh, <laughs> okay. Watch the Barbie not. movie again. There you go. Okay, <laughs> come on, Barbie, let's go party. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Carlos sells Rocky, of course, in hour three today. Tw- Stephanie Miller. Would you do me the very great honor of eating my shorts? Stephanie Miller. Yep. Yeah. Man. Oh, Lord. Lordy. 
Um, Jody and I were just talking about, I was looking at statistics about, I think 40% of us drank too much during COVID. I didn't. I stopped drinking entirely. I went the other way. Just okay. to be a rebel. All right. You know. Well. <laughs> but my favorite statistic was uh, women with uh, children under five uh, drinking increased 300%. Makes sense. <laughs> I understand why Nicole Wallace calls it mommy juice. And now she has two kids. <laughs> no, I was saying I had my friends, um, what do they call little boy terrorists? The little t- <laughs> toddler terrorists here for like 20 minutes one day. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they- Stop putting sunglasses on my dog and throwing things in the pool. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Chris, how much how much wine will it take to get through a second Trump administration? I'll if be this in Mexico, Supreme Court thing tequila. goes the wrong way. Huh? I'll be in Mexico. Good guacamole. Okay. Good oh. tequila. And, yeah. <laughs> Michelangelo. Peaches. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo in <laughs> Denver City by the Bay. Hello. Hi, Mike. Well, folks. Well, folks. Uh, Thank you, Colorado. I did something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Colorado. Yeah. Well, I got to say, I'm very, very proud of Jenna Griswold and our judiciary here. Yeah. Uh, people were very concerned. Before the announcement, they were saying something's going to happen here in Colorado, but we don't think it's, you know, we don't know. We don't think it's going to be good. There's a small little core of the Reds out here that already started last night and throughout the night. And this morning, I listened to AM radio for the first time. To oh, these dear. idiots oh. that are on AM radio. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to get Biden off of the general election ballot when <laughs> that comes up? How can we get him off the ballot? In their patented Pee Wee uh, Herman strategy. I know you're right. We went him Yeah. And they, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're so impeached. I'm impeached, that's too. Ca- <laughs> that's kind of the way it's leaning here, you know, right yeah. after the announcement. But we're we're very happy and hopeful. And we know we had to do something. Yeah. So we finally moved, you know, the, the mountain maybe a few centimeters in the right direction. We had to do something. Yeah. And I'm so glad that people here in Colorado finally saw the light and and, yeah. and did it well i'm sure the malcolm other- nance will tell us you know again next hour what a clear and present danger he is what a national security threat olivia troy told us that the other day but not just nationally now internationally and i i just yeah. i'm for any tool we we have legally uh to, to stop this madman 29 minutes after the hour stephanie miller show question was legally did this apply to a president the supreme court said it did i think because of the earth-shaking nature of the holding we thought that uh, politics might militate against it but uh, the courts as they should do have put on blinkers and applied the constitution now it'll be up to the supreme court to have the final word he meant blinders didn't he not blinkers oh norm so. normizing That'd be funny if they put on blinkers, though. I'm going this way. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm going that way. <laughs> okay. All right. We got Malcolm Nance. We got Carlos Alzraki. It's a regular hump day. It's a man meet. Except, yeah. Yeah. Ex- except without our first ser- serving of Bob Seska, who is on vacation, where you can listen to fantastic best of yes. Bob Seska, including Jody Hallamay, sexyliberal.com. Oh, no. I've done it again. Something went down the wrong <laughs> pipe. Okay. Are you? Well, at least you you're not interviewing yesterday. someone now. Right. <clears throat> I'm fine. Okay, Marie in Atlanta. <laughs> Let's talk to our lady lawyer. Lady Until Fonnie Willis is available, and then we're dropping her like a bad habit. Hi. 
Hi. Good morning. Hi. I am having a schadenfreude palooza morning. <laughs> yes. I mean, okay, so we had Mark Meadows yet again denied his, you know, the court denied Ooh, his... Loser. Oh, everything I did was part of my job. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got... Loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got... There was some Republican who um, asked the state election board to investigate Brad Raffensperger for not doing the correct investigation in the 2020 election. I mean, that is so delicious. Fight, 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 big bag of rats, love it. All equally Colorado. awful. Yeah. Um, and by the way... Uh, then you add Colorado. <laughs> yeah, add Colorado. And then this one, uh, Chief Judge uh, Bosbury has ordered Representative Scott Perry to turn over uh, 1,650 emails yeah. and texts he sought to shield from federal prosecutor prosecutors. This is the vast majority of the 2055 the Judge Howell previously ordered Perry to disclose, but which were was halted by the Court of Appeals. So, um, Marie, I agree with you. Justice is uh, not just circling our nipples. I believe it's... <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, one last one. Bosberg found the vast majority of Perry's contacts were not legislative in nature, particularly ones in which he was lobbying the executive branch and Pennsylvania legislators to take steps to alter the election outcome. Uh, Perry's uh, discussions of Pence J6 role also disclosable. I mean, it, you know, Marie, for those of us that aren't lawyers, it's kind of laughable that you go, oh, this was part of our official duty. Really? really? It was part of your official duty to overturn the will of the people? Exactly. I mean, they, they, what they try to to couch this stuff in is, I'm representing the people that elected me, my constituents. That that your constituents, I'm pretty sure, don't expect you to overturn an election and don't expect you to do things like, oh, I don't know, storm the Capitol. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thinking that's not part of the job. Yeah. No. Exactly. All right. Thank you, honey. Uh, Karen in. Oops. Wait. No. She's still talking. Uh, <laughs> Anita in San Antonio, her co-host. Hello, Anita. Good morning. Yeah, you know, the only real argument I can see in uh, barring the um, Hitler quoting insurrectionists from the ballot is that it's, 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 they're not letting the voters decide that it's undemocratic, but we already have term limits for president. Mm-hmm. For president. Right. So isn't that not letting the voters decide? Yeah. But that, I mean, that's the some, irony of this. And to, that's the irony of this, Anita. This is what this is about, is it was decided at the ballot box. Democracy. This is about not respecting what happened at the ballot box. And if we don't, exactly. if we don't rule the right way on this, I, I just feel like we're lost as a country. This, this is a road. Well, I just think we have to do some things to protect democracy. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if, I just don't, I don't even understand that, that any, how anybody can't see that this man is... He's already tried to overthrow the government when he lost an election. Yep. That's not a that's not a threat to our country. Yeah. Oh wait. You know what? Hang on. Let me see if I can do this correctly. Hold on. How do I? Oh, conference. Do I hit conference? Uh, Is that how I do yeah. it? Okay. Hang, oh, oh. Did I do it right? I don't hang know. on. Oh. Uh, it, Karen Is in Chicago. On? This There's your no. this is your co-host in True Blue <laughs> Politics. Hi, Karen. Meet Anita. Hey, Anita. Hi. Karen. Hey, Anita. Hey, Karen. <laughs> I can't. So I, I can't hear her, but I don't know where's where Ling. Is she but, on? Um, oh, they can't hear oh, each they can't other. Hear each other. Everything that Do I hit conference? Correct. Oh, I can't hear her. Yeah, she, they yeah. can't hear each other. We can only hear them talking. The conference on really? Both. Whatever she says. Yeah, he, try a conference on it's both. Correct. Yeah, now I heard her. Oh, now, now they hear each okay, other. Okay. Oh, look at me. So I'm, ahead, I'm better at three yeah. ways than Moms for Liberty. No, okay, so go ahead. Anita, everything that Anita said is, is absolutely on point and brilliant. Um, and you, so I, and I didn't hear any of it though, but I know it's brilliant. <laughs> um, 
but but I have to yeah I have to say I mean you know I tweeted this out you know for me it's like we voted like you were saying Stephanie mm-hmm. he he had 60 plus opportunities to contest the election and court and he lost mm-hmm. and then yep. he incited insurrection uh, seditious conspiracies and um, you know uh, well, coup plotters you know yeah so it, I, I, don't I don't get it it's like they keep well also yeah. this is like giving the person the murderer uh, the gun this is like yeah. giving somebody who wants to murder you a gun this is so cute this it is like this sense. is like listening to the first time Frangela did an improv together how two <laughs> magical souls come together <laughs> to form yeah. a partnership yeah, all right goodbye Karen goodbye Anita we love you Bye. goodbye Steph. Hey, hey wait Stephanie Uh-oh. can yeah. you ask Malcolm yes can you quickly um can you ask Malcolm um you know I heard that like Macron and some of our allies in Europe are stepping up and sending more funding for Ukraine yes is I you know I haven't heard a lot on it can but can yes. you speak to that yes maybe? I will I can't I, technically right. I am incapable of conferencing more people on this line right now but I will ask I him. think you can I think you probably <laughs> I love everybody you. All, right, I'll try. Love you. all right goodbye Bye, Karen and goodbye okay wow <laughs> look at you look at you being all fancy with the technology look at that can I get Malcolm on the line too what am I Ma Bell <laughs> exactly what am I Ma Bell over here Okay. That's an old reference. All right. Wow. Ah, Whatever. Ellie Honig uh, on this whole thing. This is a historic decision. It's a momentous decision. As the Supreme Court itself says, they are in uncharted territory here, but it's really important to keep in mind, this is not the last word here. This is almost certainly going up to the U.S. Supreme Court, which can review the decisions of a state Supreme Court. In fact, the Colorado Supreme Court anticipates that possibility. And for that reason, they put their own ruling on hold until January 4th, anticipating that it will go up to the Supreme Court. Christmas came early and we might have a fantastic New Year's. Okay, one more. Ellie Honig on CNN. The practical consequence as it stands at this moment, though, is that Donald Trump will not be on the Colorado ballot in the race for president in 2024. The Supreme Court almost certainly will take this up. It's also important to keep in mind for the broader context. There have been dozens of these challenges filed across the country and 18 or so of them have either failed, been rejected, or been withdrawn by the plaintiff. So this is really an outlier. The Supreme Court is going to have the final say. The consequences here are, of course, enormous. Yeah, I'll say. Um, and I think kind of, um, it seemed earthquakey, didn't it? Even mm-hmm. with all the uh, bombshell legal news. I, can I say something? Go out on a limb. I think Trump knows he's going to lose one way or another. I, I swear to God, I feel like he's looking for you know, something he can whine about and raise money on, right? Either, you know, that, oh, I would have, blah, but I, now I'm in jail because political persecution, you know, or whatever. Now I'm, I would have won by 11 billion, but now I'm off the ballot because political witch hunt, blah. Whatever. Right? Like, blah. it just, you know, I, blah. 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 <laughs> I've always thought he's not going to be the candidate. He's going to, I, something, health, something, what he, you know, Anything that he sees as an attack yeah. is something that he can send out to his followers as a fundraiser. Oh, they look at them. They're attacking me. They're trying to keep me from you voting for me. Oh, this is the victim. Funny you should mention that. The headline is bilking his cult members. Ex-GOP operative pulls the lid off uh, Trump's scheme. Oh, I need that thing we have. Uh, we fleece uh, MAGA uh, clods, that one that Marky Mom likes. That. Okay, because uh, we talked about him selling pieces of right. his uh, stupid suit. arrest suit. Which is not that. He's right. not selling that suit. Um, 
Yes. Trump loves the idea that one of these supporters also could make it onto his jury in uh, any of these trials. Uh, the foe, in, in the view of a uh, former Republican operative, the foe billionaire bilking his MAGA cult m- uh, members out of their rent money to pay his bills is in line with Trump's lifelong habit of blatant cons and scams for which he routinely pays little of any price. He knows all he needs is just one MAGA juror secretly and lovingly fondling a piece of Trump's mugshot suit in his mm-hmm. or her pocket, and he's back in power just as Vladimir Putin yeah. planned. Uh, thank you. That's why I'm wearing my Russia t-shirt for that and the missing binder and Malcolm Vance coming up. <clears throat> One other uh, so, uh, professor, psychiatry professor said, though long suspected, Donald Trump is now officially showing full-blown signs of someone with delusions of grandeur. Enter his newest incarnation, the divine St. Donald of Queens. Yeah, I was saying it's like the shroud, selling the Shroud of Turin sure. to these morons, right? To these, you know, mega clods. We fleece MAGA quads. We fleece MAGA quads. We fleece MAGA quads. Dosientos millones, el snacho famoso. We fleece MAGA fraud. We fleece MAGA fraud. We fleece MAGA fraud. Promesa de elección, nosotros derrumba. Yeehaw. He wants to grab all their money by Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. He wants to grab all their money by Christmas. He's a con man who has no heart. Yeah. Thank hey. you. All Thank right. you, Rocky Mountain Mike. Sue, nice. uh, yeah. Sue in Rockville. Hey, Sue. Hi, good morning. Good morning. You know, you got to get me into that call with Anita and uh, Karen. Oh, right. oh a three-way three for sure. Oh, group. Oh, oh, so listen, I am absolutely not going to comment about the Middle East, even though my entire family is Israeli. Because we don't have any good people there leading a chance for peace. Bibi and his cabal are corrupt. Hamas are terrorists who want to kill Jews. So yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything because it's way above our pay. No, I, Dean, you know, Dean and I were talking about this this morning. Zoo off air is just, yeah, you know, you've got, yeah, I think the election were held today in Palestine. Uh, Hamas would win. And, you know, Jew, there are no doves left in Israel after October 7th. They're not for a two-state solution exactly. either but now. They're so there. it's they're yeah. there. They're just united. I just want to say I'm drinking a big cup of Magateers this morning. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it's really delicious, and don't tell them that the Colorado, the initial lawsuit, was filed by four Republicans and two independents. Uh-huh. It's Republicans who want to keep Trump off the ballot. Yeah, That's Sue, going- they are <laughs> cowards through and through this whole party. You know they're all rooting for this behind the scenes. It's a way, they've always been looking for a way to get rid of Trump that doesn't fall on them so that the MAGA idiots are mad at them, right? Like they, like what Mitch McConnell said, the impeachment, oh, Democrats will take care of this for us, right? Well, again, I continue to ask the question, are the Republicans really protecting Trump or themselves? And I do have a little bit of breaking news no. in that um, there are over 30 FBI, oh, thank you. <laughs> Over 30 FBI officers are investigating the state of uh, anti-Semitic bomb threats. And initial inquiry, in, initial investigations are showing that that is a coordinated attack coming from outside this country. Oh. Oh, yeah. Gee, I wonder what country could be coordinating that. Oh. Gosh, Any I ideas? Wonder. 
I wonder. Oh, I just happened to be wearing my Dance Like Russia Isn't Watching t-shirt, but I don't, I don't know what you're referring to. Okay, and by the way, I apologize. My Mitch McConnell has, for some reason, morphed into Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. And I, yeah. For Herbert Brockle? Help me, Curtis Couch. Just uh, get in that. Get in the van. Help me, Curtis Couch. Or put the lotion on its arm. Or it gets the hose again. It's the lotion on its skin. <laughs> or it gets the hose again. I'm creeping again. myself out. Eh. It, it rhymes. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about help me with the couch. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, just, why, just can get I ask why anyone's HRV. ever gotten in a van ever? Don't get in a van. Just don't get in one ever. <laughs> it never ends well. No. Get in a van. That's what Donald Trump's trying to get us to get in the fascism van. Uh-huh. Turned around. 47 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Hey, that's a new thing for me and Chris. Dueling Buffalo Bills. Okay. Uh, hey. <laughs> Maybe I could bring in the quarterback of the actual Buffalo Bills, too. Does anyone know what he sounds like? You're from Buffalo. You yes. should know. Yeah, I don't know. This is a disgusting display. Boy, you can say that again. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. All right, we have Malcolm Nance coming up for the hour. Yep. Carlos Lozraki for the hour. Yep. In hour three. Um, we had Harry Lippman yesterday, yep. who uh, Rocky Mountain Mike did a brand new jingle for that was fantastic to Batman, Lipman. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He loved it. <laughs> and I thanked Mike on Twitter. I said, your jingles really honestly make people so happy. Yep. That it makes the guests and, uh, you know, listeners so happy. And we, we just, we have a new best of Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah. To celebrate the genius this year, year of Rocky Mountain Mike. <laughs> Mike. Strawberries, cherries, and an angel's kiss in spring. My summer wine is really made from all these it's things. Jody. The man said that Matt, he was getting slappy. <laughs> and he couldn't stop Matt from grabbing Mr. Happy. Bang, bang, he shot them down. Bang, bang. Not like that clown, bang, bang, that Brandon sound, bang, bang, Joe Biden shot it down. Where well, we're living here in Elon Town, working for an egomaniac clown. Hello, Carlson. Nice to see you. It's been a long time. You are just as racist as you. Than 80 volts. And we know the showers were secrets were stuffed by Trump. We can't believe this is real. Things are gonna work out better when he goes to jail. A hundred years with no bail. Mugshot, big day, he's there. I say, please smile for the camera. Mugshot, big nose, I say he blows, not a pleasant fella. I'm so excited, and I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose it. 
Putin's got a runaway coup, yes. And your ground. And now he's just obsessed with drag queens all around. <laughs> Call him Drag Ron, little Drag Ron. She got a head cut loose, head loose. <laughs> Major source for Fox News, Sydney, Louise. Cut me some slack, a bitch, please. What a whack. We love you, Rocky Mountain Mike. We love you, Mary in Ann Arbor. Malcolm Nance next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. What I would say to Fox viewers, and I worked here for many years, as you know, um, and the, uh, the race today presents a number of uh, candidates, Republican candidates, who will abide by the Constitution. And you can have the policies that we all want, the policies, some of which Donald Trump put into place, some of which he didn't. We can have conservative policies without having to torch the Constitution. Here, lizard, lizard, lizard. <laughs> She's gonna get you. She is. <laughs> I wonder if she, they also had Cheney's had a species reveal party when she was born as oh, well, stop like it. Stephen Miller's, right? <gasps> what is it? Is it a? Oh, it's a, it's veloc- a velociraptor. It's a velociraptor. <laughs> and then the baby ate Wayne Knight. Okay. And then the T-Rex ate him. Okay, that's not important now. You know what? We have a lot of things going on between the Supreme Court, uh, or excuse me, the uh, Colorado Supreme Court. Uh, There's a man. There's one man. We can break it all down. We can dance if we want to. Let's do it. If we don't, somebody will. Because Republicans are rude and should be removed and act like they're in Brazil. I say, Malcolm Nance, Malcolm Nance, Trump is under Putin's control. We can dance. We can dance while Stephanie dances with the pole. Well, it's the Malcolm Nance. Yes, in my dance like Russia isn't well, watching. <laughs> Good morning, Malcolm, in honor of the missing, missing Russian right. intelligence binder. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Wow, for a second there when you were introducing, I was like, you know, you said the one guy who could clarify all this. I thought, wow, is Ellie Mistel coming on? <laughs> You're like just a gateway that. to Ellie Mistel for us. <laughs> um, Malcolm, Ellie- let's talk about uh, Colorado, first of all, because, you know, uh, I, I'm of the opinion it, 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 we need to do, you know, by any legal means necessary, mm-hmm. we need to stop Donald Trump because, as you've been saying for years now, he is a clear and present danger to the United States and to the world. He is a national security threat. And every single day, there's another story along those lines, right? So I just mm. want to get your reaction to Colorado. You know, the funny thing is when you were doing that little 
spiel there. We're starting to fall asleep because we've been at this for eight years. <laughs> eight years. Can you believe that? Mm. I mean, That's what talk show hosts you know, love to hear. I Thank you. I was dozing that. off during your monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's well, it's time that some accountability has come into place. And I think that uh, despite the original ruling on this, where they split the difference, where they said Trump was <laughs> Trump was an insurrectionist, but he's not an officer of the United States government. Uh, but now that this has been upheld, that he was an insurrectionist, that he is ineligible to be on the ballot, I just find it absolutely amazing how he and his cohorts are spinning this, that the courts are completely corrupt, uh, you know, that, that this is a, a good reason why he should, you know, stay on the ballots. And yeah. really, it's just going to foster his sense of dictatorship you know, wanting to be the dictator, mm -hmm. right? Like Vladimir Putin, like Kim, uh, Kim Jong-il, uh, Kim Il-sung. And it, it's just going to push the Republicans, I think, to the point where I wonder if that movie, Civil War, that's coming out early next spring, is mm -hmm. not going to incite their thoughts about yeah. why should we have to listen to the laws? Why should we pay attention to the laws? The Supreme Court will take this up. But I'm sorry. I, I think it was just great that they used Justice Gorsuch's, Gorsuch's uh -huh. own words, the yeah. most conservative, other than Clarence Thomas, who will dance on the head of a pin for anything Donald Trump says. Uh, but yeah. to, to use these originalist words, mm -hmm. when you read the document, it's not vague. It's clear as hell. Yeah. And uh, we'll find out whether uh, American democracy, the center will hold or whether we are, you know, have a Supreme Court that was purchased for this yeah. very purpose. Yeah. And uh, Malcolm, it just it seems like we are here today because of the cowardice of the Republican Party. And we've you know, we've got we they've taken us through this duck season, rabbit season, duck season for now for for how long? It's like, oh, no, you can't indict a sitting president. That's what, you know, they had. They told Bob Mueller. Then it's like, oh, well, no, this isn't, you know, Mitch McConnell said this isn't for impeachment. This is for the justice system. And then the justice. Oh, no, no. Now this is political persecution. I mean, it just it goes on and on. And here we are. Where, of course, it's unprecedented, right? But you know, the funny thing is, if the court holds upholds this, you know, the, well, either one of two ways. If the court upholds that he was an insurrectionist, all arguments go downhill. He he will be off the ballot on several states. Yeah, which means it's done. He can't run for president of the United States. He just yeah. won't win. Uh, you know, he won't win the electoral college. I was listening to an analysis this morning on Morning Joe where they were Can saying. I well, maybe this is where, you know, the center can can hold itself, where the, the conservative party was David from, a great guy, um, who would say this could be the salvation of the Republican Party. No, it's not. No, it is not. Yeah. They are the party of insurrection and of using the Constitution as a weapon system. And by even, you know, the we've been saying this for eight years, right, that, that it's going to break the fever. Yeah. of the Republican Party. No, this is literally like them, you know, taking Invermectin. They yeah. want the fever. They want the, the fight. Yep. Yeah. All right. They want some fantasy that is going to allow them to get away with whatever it is that they want. And yeah. look, I'm afraid to say it. I didn't. I, when I wrote that book, they want to kill Americans. I'm really surprised at how slow and patient the right has been. But nonstop since 2020. They have been talking about arming themselves. Yeah. And we've been seeing lots more, more memes in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Of, 
I mean, can I just say, I think this is what he yeah, wants is that, you know, so now he can whine and say, oh, I would have won in a landslide, <laughs> you know, but I was, and we were saying the irony is them saying, oh, well, this should be decided at the ballot box. It was, that's exactly what this is about. It was decided at the ballot box. And for the first time in our history, someone didn't respect that, tried to overthrow the government of the United States, right? Absolutely. And, you know, and he advocated for it, his own very words. We're going to go down to the Capitol and, you know, we're going to we're going to we're going to do this. Look, it's one way or the other. Either there was a precedent set in the Civil War for people who were officers of the United States, like the three who were kicked out of Congress for being not insurrectionists, seditionists. Mm -hmm. Right. Or Donald Trump can get away with whatever he wants, and the president of the United States is a king. And if that's the case, then Joe Biden's king. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is extraordinary, the cowardice of this party. What was the latest J.D. Vance excusing the Hitler comments, saying, uh, oh, he was talking about fentanyl fentanyl poisoning the blood of... Right. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean... We weren't born yesterday. Right. He obviously wasn't no. talking. He was directly quoting Hitler. I mean, it's it's, but but it's just extraordinary the lengths they'll go to defend this this traitor, this criminal. Well, certainly J.D. Vance will. I mean, good God, has anyone ever seen a bigger suck up psychophant nope. flipper nope. than J.D. Vance? Nope. Supposedly, oh, I'm here to tell you what the center really wants. I'm yeah. an intellectual. I'm a scholar. But now I'm a rootin' tootin' hillbilly. All right. <laughs> And he's doing his best Yosemite Sam impression, uh, you know, and and saying anything Donald Trump says is good. I mean, as John Fugosain calls him, noted eyeliner model, J.D. Vance. (laughs) What's that? John John Fugosain calls him noted eyeliner model, uh, J.D. Vance. (laughs) (laughs) He wears guyliner. I mean, let's just say it. (laughs) <laughs> For a party that hates drag queens, I'm just saying. Um, Malcolm, let's talk. I mean, obviously, you know, bombshells get buried under bombshells, but uh, I'm wearing the Russia shirt for you because uh, this the missing missing binder of Russian intelligence. I mean, I, I know we feel like, oh, we've heard all this before, but I mean... Talk to us about I, I. Where is this folder? <laughs> and I mean, what did he give it to Putin? Did he sell it to him? Is it is Mark Meadows going to be? Uh, 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 is there going to be a search warrant? What do you think happens well, now? Well, see, the thing is, this is where oh my head explodes. If you guys who, who aren't watching television, I literally have my heads in my head. Mm-hmm. This is not just intelligence, okay. This is all the intelligence in a binder related to the Trump-Russia scandal. The investigations, the sources, original real name sources, and methodologies that the U.S. intelligence agencies collected their information and then came to the determination that Russia was involved in the 2016 election and influencing other operations. This binder... It's not just, you know, most intelligence that these guys see is not printed out. It's on a computer screen and they read it, soft copy. This was a hard copy printed binder. In other words, proof, real proof, all right, to whoever is handling that document. I just want to point out that um, um, uh, uh, reality winter. Yeah, winter, right. Prison five years for one single sheet of paper yeah 
And we're talking a huge binder. Yeah, 10 that inches Cassidy thick. Hutchinson yep. said Mark Meadows was the last person with it. It was under his arm. Mm-hmm. By the way, you destroy that binder, that's worse than keeping the binder. Yeah. Because at that point, we can't tell if you photocopied it, right. gave it to Moscow, in photocopy and soft copy and then destroy the hard copy yeah. in order to cover up your crime. Yeah. I would give them sources, methods, names, right? I mean, th- th- this is raw intelligence. I'm going to guess, they Malcolm, it confirmed. Or kill any source that ever collected information, whether rumor or not. And somebody made a, a good point. It was Frank Fugluzzi who said, U.S. counterintelligence, our spy hunters, now need to get billions because we really have internal threats. You have guys like Cash Patel. My money was on him being the one who actually printed off this stuff because he wanted to be CIA director. He was a low-level loser under Mike Flynn and then went to, uh, you know, uh, went to Congress and then became the White House's golden boy for taking classified information. Someone has to go to jail for this. And if it's Mark Meadows, make that mother sing about everything else. Yeah. Then get a guilty charge out of him for stealing that because i think didn't cassidy hutchins say he would burn things routinely in his fire yeah and trump confirmed he had it not just cassidy hutchinson yeah he threw his ass right under the bus Mm -hmm. so malcolm i again we're just lay people here but i it seems clear that if this exonerated him and proved trump rush is a hoax he would have released this like clearly this i i assume mirrors or echoes what was in the Mueller report and in the republican-led senate intelligence report well, allegedly, he supposedly did declassify most of that information, but was already in the Senate Intelligence Report. It was the really sensitive things, yeah. like the collection that was done overseas, information that was gleaned by NSA and CIA from Russian operatives themselves, or our own very spies. Yeah, That's what makes the rest of I don't care if it's one single sentence on one sheet of paper with the unredacted real name of a source or an actual NSA CIA source. You go to prison. Yeah. We're going to find out because you know what? Now it's in Jackson's interest to find out who took that binder. Maybe he's had somebody on it, but maybe he's working his way around and he's using it as the sword of Damocles over Mark Meadows. I would. So you think it's part of Jack Smith's... Doc- uh, you think it's part of Jack Smith's documents investigation it would have or a separate? It would have to be. Mm-hmm. Because if me- if this story's been out there, the binder is, every time you print classified, right, there's a barcode embedded in the print. And if it disappears from the pipeline, from the system, it's possible Smith was letting it run, run you know, the regular investigations run their course and looking for that classified. But now it's out that it's been two years, and Mark Meadows is the last guy to have it. And, Senate, say, and, and that they like briefed... Prison. And that they briefed Senate Republicans. I mean, what's oh, your yeah. action to that two years ago? I mean, this is this party, huh? And they kept their mouths shut because they knew it would be immediately damaging to Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I It's extraordinary. This is the thing the founders didn't uh, envision, right? That this entire party is just made up of cowards and traitors, I mean, we, you, you think back to the, you know, Republican platform. The only thing they changed is about Ukraine. What's happening now? They're not sending any aid to Ukraine. I mean, it's just, yep. you know, Putin's talking points, one after another. 
it would be almost the equivalent of the founding fathers finding out that seven of the 13 colonies or six of the 13 colonies thought that, you know, Benedict Arnold was just being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. by yeah. selling the, the country and thinking maybe we can have better relations with Britain after we betray the entire revolution. Hey, more than one person did that during the American Revolution, yeah. including Charles Lee, General Charles Lee, another one of the great traitors that wasn't found out for, you know, a few decades after yeah. the war. Was there the Republicans are making a platform out of treason. Yeah. Was there a Benedict Arnold University? Did he have a fake university? <laughs> <laughs> What's their mascot? I know he had yeah. a view of a fish tank in a basement at Battersea Church in London because I go there and I spit on it every time I go. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yes. Here she is. Stephanie Miller, host of the Stephanie Miller Show. Oh, yeah. We got the group at the house tonight. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Christmas is here early because Malcolm Nance is here for the entire hour. Yeah. You're welcome, America. <laughs> um, Maggie Haberman, uh, Malcolm says if the Supreme Court upholds the Colorado ruling, he will probably be tossed off the ballot almost everywhere. So I, this is an earthquake. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, it's interesting. George Conway, who's, you know, former Republican, he said he was asked who will determine whether Trump committed insurrection against the Constitution. Uh, he noted the constitutional provision doesn't say it only applies to those who have been convicted of insurrection. Right. Therefore, the courts are free to determine on their own based on the valid judicial processes what is insurrection and whether the facts meet that. And it sounds like that's what this court has determined. I mean, you wrote a whole book about it, about the insurrection. You, uh, but he said what happened here was a five-day trial. Trump and his lawyers got to participate. The judge made extensive findings. A judge that actually ruled for him on a bogus ground found that he engaged in insurrection. Found this not just by a preponderance of the evidence, which is your lowest, lower basic civil court center, but by clear and convincing evidence, which means it's way more likely than not. It's very strong evidence. And you don't see dissent challenging those findings. In fact, there's no basis to challenge it. Uh, there's no dispute. We saw it on television. We know what happened. He fomented. He engaged in an insurrection. He wanted this to happen. Not only that, there's another provision in Section 3 that talks about giving aid and comfort to the enemies of the Constitution. He did that. He was an enemy of the Constitution. I. It seems pretty clear to me. Yeah, of course it seems pretty clear to us. <laughs> the real question that's at hand here is are the really, really big money people going to have some private fireside chats with Clarence Thomas. Yeah. yeah. And, All right. Wait. Ooh, a tease. On. More with Malcolm Nance next. <laughs> president of the United States who attempts to seize power, that, that goes to the heart of, of who we are. And that danger is one we can't ignore. Uh, and so again, I would say, look, this is about ensuring that you're going to vote for somebody, that you're going to support somebody who's going to uphold the rule of law. And one time Donald Trump has demonstrated he won't do that. 
Laser, laser, laser. All right, Malcolm Nance is here with us. Um, yep. George Conway uh, finished by saying, if this decisions get overturned, it's not going to be on the basis of factual findings. Um, and our friend Harry Littman, you know, just saying, so the uh, Colorado primary ballot is January 5th. Uh -huh. The state court stayed its holding until the day before that, uh, given further appeal beyond. Ultimately, however, unless the U.S. Supreme Court reverses the Colorado holding, Trump will, uh, could be barred from the state's ballot. So mm -hmm. it seems, Malcolm, like their Supreme Court is definitely going to is going to be forced to act and soon right yeah they're going to be forced to act because you know the clock is ticking and again what i was saying just before we got um we we went over to commercial break was this is this is those moments from mr smith goes to washington where the guys who literally sit in the back rooms or literally sit around campfires yeah. and i'm talking about you uh you know, uh, Clarence Thomas's uh, puppet master. <laughs> because there's actually a painting of Harlan Crow and his rich cronies with Clarence Thomas uh -huh. around a campfire that's in that. Harlan Crow's great den of them making decisions with him. Yeah. And this is the question of where real money is going to come out and weigh are we going to make money with Donald Trump? Or is this the time to cut Donald Trump off at the knees? Yeah. And well, I wouldn't be surprised if even Clarence Thomas, unless he, Clarence Thomas is going to do whatever he's ordered to do. Yeah. By and yeah. so with, you know, is it 14 days? Yeah. They're going to yeah. have to do this rapido, rapido. Yeah, yeah. We rapido. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So I... Well, I was also saying there's, that's the other reason that Republicans are such cowards. You know, behind closed doors, they're rooting just as hard as we are for this so that they can be rid of him, you know, but not piss off his crazy MAGA base, right? Maybe. But again, this is really, look, what we think, the crazy MAGA base has an enormous amount of influence yeah. because they are the tacit admission, or, you know, I, I wrote this in my book, they are the threat behind the crowd all right as they you know they're they're little threats of 82 million of us are going to come out with our guns and then multicam and you know come out and make our voices heard yeah that's a real threat and the the only difference between hardcore conservatives and magaistas is that trump gave them all permission to want to think they could threaten people like that yeah. but for those people who are on the supreme court uh in business They've got to be able to facilitate that threat at the same time, get their interests fulfilled. And if Donald Trump's talking about becoming the new Mussolini, all right, and he's not talking about making them money, then, you know, that 14 day, you know, hearing could, could go out the window and he could just be off the ballot if the court doesn't pick it up. Yeah. So I'm fascinated to see the money dynamics versus MAGA dynamics. Yeah, at play. let's talk Ukraine for a minute, because like I was saying, oh. I don't know why all this, you know, the Russian intelligence and the 2016 binder. It just took me back to, you know, the, the like, as I was telling you, the only change they made in their platform was about Ukraine at the behest of Paul Manafort, as you know, as you wrote about oh, in your first book. I mean, but but so here we are where, you know, I, it, we're at a critical point. Right. And there's no aid, um, you know, approved for Ukraine. Well, you know, it's just absolutely amazing to me that people don't remember how all of this began which is paul manafort who was in the pocket of yanukovych vladimir putin's puppet in ukraine who was pushed out 
through a people power revolution in 2014, had received tens of millions of dollars to facilitate the transition of Ukraine away from democracy towards a a, a Putin-run dictatorship, and that he was the person that was chosen to be Trump's campaign manager. Yeah. And then the entirety of the Trump-Russia scandal unfolded to where, you know, the first question ever asked to Donald Trump by a foreign person was an actual agent of Russian intelligence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just utterly amazing. They, you have to be picked to have that level of influence. And even you but have to be shocked at how blatant this has gotten, that he's quoting Putin approvingly as a character witness against American democracy. I mean, a couple of days ago. Look, he was dying He was that he had ever read Mein Kampf or any of that stuff yeah. yesterday, but right. tomorrow he'll actually open that book up and start reading it. Yeah, well, I can. I do believe he doesn't read anything ever, but, <laughs> but he still knows Hitler quotes, that's for, that's for sure. Um, Malcolm, so I, anyway, I don't know what, what you think is going to happen with Ukraine aid or, or Ukraine. I mean, I, I have to hope it is going to get approved at some point, but I don't know. I, I you know, there are Republicans doing Putin talking points. By the way, none of them seem to care where Navalny is. Where is Navalny? Right. <laughs> right. Let me give you points of bright light here, of two points of light here and then dim it down a bit. First off, I'm going to make this unequivocal. You are not going to hear I, from anybody else. Uh, the last time I've spoken this definitively, I was absolutely positively right. That was before the invasion of Ukraine, where I said the Russians will not win in Ukraine and they will get their butts handed to them and the Ukrainian army will win this war. I'm going to reiterate that right now. I spent 10 months in uniform, in combat with the Ukrainians. These guys are undefeatable or indefatigable, if you want to use a big word. Yeah. They are Cossacks that cannot be beat. Period. Done. Not joking. All right. You could cut them off of all of our resupply and they will jury rig whatever they have to do to win this war. They will take the casualties to win this war. We're talking about defeating the main force Russian army. And the we, CIA is already uh, in defense intelligence already determined that Russia already lost every soldier that was in the Russian army in January 2022 mm -hmm. is dead and that they've only replaced those forces with these conscripts and a hundred thousand prisoners released from jail and they're getting slaughtered by the hundreds every day this war will not be lost yeah. all right can it be long and prolonged yes can Ukraine not retake all of its territory yes but Europe is stepping up Denmark just gave them a billion dollars. Norway's giving them weapon systems without question. The United States, they can wait 30 days, but it won't be, it, it'll, it'll cost them lives. Yep. And that's what the Republicans are banking on. Yep. They are the traitor class of this country. They've mm -hmm. betrayed everything American democracy has stood for, and they work for Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And you know what? I've got half, I've got eight, what is it, 64, 71 million Americans who are like, oh, yeah, that's good. Donald Trump says it's good because we're a cult. Right. Seth, uh, our homo of hope, you're on with Malcolm. Hi, Seth. Hello. Good morning, homos, and Jody, who runs the show mo, and <laughs> Saudi McStay's no mo, sir. Wow, what an honor. So, first, um, 
I think I might know where that binder is. Oh. I think it is it possible it could be hiding in plain sight next to Mitt Romney's binder of women. There you I think go. they might have <laughs> just like put it there uh, so no one will see it. Um, I have some predictions for for 2024, okay. but first, if I may, I have to give a shout out to all the Stephmos out there. And Kate from Milwaukee sent me this beautiful Homo of Hope shirt. Aww. And online, there was so much Stephmo support out there. I'm just, I cannot tell you. So thank you, everyone. You're welcome. Okay, from all of our Steph. 2020. Oh, yes. So 2024. You were a little worried yesterday about the House between Alabama, the redistricting, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, New York. Yes, I agree with Ted Lieu and not Chris Lavoie that we will retake the House. Thank you. We are. We Chris Lavoie is the Eeyore of the Stephanie Miller show. He always thinks we're going to lose that. And that's (laughs) exactly that's why I'm the homo of hope, Chris. Um, Uh, I say a minimum, a minimum of 12 seat majority, but it's going to be way beyond that. Let's talk about Biden. I say he gets Ohio and Georgia early in the night. Show done. Party over. And we keep and we and we gain a seat in the Senate, and mm-hmm. because ev- everything that is happening right now in front of the eyes of Americans, um, it, it's just so clear. And with the Supreme Court, I agree with Malcolm. I'm telling you, it's going to be probably an eight to two vote, oh. um, both mm. both cases. Um, now, Amy Comey Barrett could swing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about her: if she's such a, a textualist then she shouldn't even be on that court. Because yeah. according to the original words of the Constitution, she couldn't be there. But um, yeah, I heard you lamenting, yes, yeah. So I heard you lamenting yesterday. And when you think about it, everything that has happened, like in the courts since 2020, everything has gone towards yeah, justice right. and, and democracy. Yeah. I, was just, and I wasn't it, uh, it, lamenting. I was just uh, you know, trying to deflect Chris Lavoie's relentless pessimism, oh, which awful. is why I always have to talk to you, homo of hope. <laughs> Thank you for that gallon <laughs> of hope. All right. Terrible. All right. Uh, Jen Rubin, Malcolm, tweeted, uh, you would not oh, know you- from the front page of the New York Times that Biden is ahead nationally in its own poll. They only highlight bad numbers. It's gotten absurd. I mean... You know, I, I we had the Allison Gill on, and I love that somebody, some some Trumper called her, "Hey, lady, uh-huh. how come how come Trump is winning by a billion points or whatever?" And I was like, first of all, what are you, Jerry Lewis? I, hey, lady is not the pickup line you hope it is. And secondly, <laughs> you know, it's like psyops, right? And and by the way, people are talking about the you know Nazis are on threads now too because you know the election season's in full swing already, and Russians are going to be everywhere, right, Malcolm? I mean, there's going to be disinformation everywhere. Look, I just found out that I had a botnet uh, going around on all these pro-Palestine threads. And this is all they tweet. Malcolm Nance, N-O-N-C-E, which is like some archaic 19th century word for gay. Oh, God. (laughs) It's like, 1917, I should be offended. You know, maybe I'll skip tea today. This is, but I have hundreds of bots tweeting that yeah. to give you an idea of how ridiculous that the anti-democratic forces have descended to yeah. out there. But so long as I have the homo of hope, you know, I can't yeah. be defeated. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, I've been on the road with Malcolm, most certainly not gay, just saying. <laughs> not that it's a bad thing, but still. Um, you know, Malcolm, I um, talked to Dino Badala before the show for about a half an hour, you know, because um, 
I got to say, I it just is way over my pay grade, <laughs> at least. I mean, you're obviously a terrorism and a military expert. Dean has family there, you know, and so it, it's, I and I do think, yeah. you know, we have to understand, he was talking, you know, trying to just talk about the anger of the Muslim people. And I, quite honestly, Margo, I, it feels hopeless to me some days because I, I do understand both sides of it. Like we did the math, right, Jody? Mm-hmm. We were saying this is the proportional equivalent of someone came over our border and killed 40,000 Americans in one day. That's that's mm. the equivalent, you know, uh, proportion to size of Israel. And so, you know, you can imagine people telling us, oh, be proportional and oh, cease fire now. So you understand. I have liberal Jewish friends that are like, you know, effort you know, after October 7th. Um, somebody said there's no doves in Israel anymore. None of them want a, blue, a two-state solution either. Neither is Netanyahu. On the other side, you know, 70 or whatever, I don't know what the polling is in, but they would vote for Hamas again, the Palestinians, you know. So I, I'm just... I'm looking to find any hope right now in this situation. And get I the homo good. back on. Get the homo of hope back on. <laughs> I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a little hope. Yeah. First off, um, I need your audience to go to my Substack because I just published a new Substack yep. about this. Yes? You did. You did. Uh, you know, about you know, is it, can Hamas survive? I this have it war? right here. And and we've we've actually linked to it at stephaniemiller.com. Is a history of actual facts that you generally get lost in the translation i have people that come at me now and if you go to the top of my pinned twitter feed it's 10 reasons why you should unfollow me okay because i come at this from an intelligence perspective a cultural perspective dino badala has skin in the game but i've been in that region my whole career i've lived in the muslim world my whole career until i went to ukraine I worked that mission. I looked for hostages for ten years uh, in that in that in that environment. Had to work I mean, against terrorists. You cannot start this discussion by saying, "Oh, seventy-five years ago there was the partition." That does not absolve you of what happened on October seventh, right. which was the mass murder, individual shooting in the head, cut their throat, set them on fire yeah. of one thousand two hundred people. But it you, was 9-11 multiple, times multiple times billion, over. Yeah. But I understand Joe Biden saying to Israel, to Netanyahu, you're losing you know, the, the support because of the amount of carnage that, that it's being caught. I don't know if sure. there's a more discriminate way to bomb or whatever, but your piece is, can Israel destroy Hamas? Here's a tease. People are going to stay tuned for this. We're going to get Malcolm's answer to that when we come back. I am a sucker for a shock jock. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. All right, Malcolm Nance, we uh, did a tease. You tweeted, most people still don't get it. Uh, Oh, this is, I'm sorry, this is, you retweeted Joe Walsh, but I wanted to get to your, he said, most people still don't get it. For Israel, October 7th changed everything, everything. It doesn't matter what the rest of the world says. It doesn't matter what the morally bankrupt United Nations does. It doesn't even matter what the United States says or does. Um, So you wrote a piece, Can Israel Destroy Hamas? Just Give us your, we only have, of course, a couple minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is the perfect yeah. time to bring yeah. up the Middle Solve East. Solve the Middle East crisis. Well, go ahead. In two minutes. <laughs> yes. Well, first off, this is uh, Can uh, Israel Destroy Hamas Part uh, right? Part one. Yeah. Uh, and I'll get out tomorrow, part two. 
Okay. There's a lot of stuff you need to know beforehand because it's really hard to debunk a lot of the stuff that's going out there. I mean, people were, were fighting at Gail Godot's premiere of a movie in Los Angeles about, about this whole thing. You have people attacking Jews on the street, threatening children. There was just an incident in New York where two middle-aged white women shouted at a little boy with a, with a yarmulke for walking down the street in New York City. Hmm. Who can't see a Jew in New York City? And these people have all incorporated or this belief of what they think they learned on October 8th because of Israel's counterattack against Hamas. And they think that, you know, yes, there was a horrible, terrible war going on. A horrible, terrible yeah. war. But then I have people who throw words at me like occupation, genocide, apartheid. I literally had someone fight with me and say, Israel came from Europe, where the Jews that came from Europe and kicked the Palestinians out and stole their land. The first kingdom of Israel existed two thousand years before Jesus Christ. It's there. King David, King Solomon, yeah. all of these things. There was a Jewish rabbi named Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. That was just two thousand you know years we, ago. We have to so we're, all we're, of this We're hitting a heartbreak know. again, but I want to get your take and I will tell everybody at the top of the hour, just the, the thrust of your piece. Is there a way to limit civilian casualties? Can they defeat Hamas? Yes. Yes. There is a way to to limit civilian casualties. Take a dark eye towards the numbers that they've given you. The last time they had a war, they claimed it was 25,000 dead. Yeah. In the end, it was regrettably 2,500 dead in 2014 yeah, right. with the same intensity of fighting. But we can we, do it. We're out we of time. I love you so much. Have a Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. We love you, Malcolm. Thanks, Dance. Malcolm. See you All next right. year. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Uh, I come here to Fox and I sit in the Charles Proudhammer Green Room. And I know uh, how much, how revered Charles was by you, by me. Um, and Charles taught us a whole bunch of things, but one of them is that some things have to matter. And, and rising above politics, rising above partisanship, recognizing our duty to the Constitution is the most conservative of all conservative principles. And so again, this isn't about policy. You know, we started off on, on Biden administration foreign policy, with which I have big disagreements, his economic policy, big disagreements. It's not about that. It's about whether we're going to support people that are going to uphold the Constitution. Oh, thank God for Liz Cheney and her daddy issues. Oh, hey, <laughs> I wonder if someone knows something about that. That's good coffee. I take it back, like my man. Coffee with Carlos sells Rocky. I have a Zimbabwe latte. I'll have a Kenya cappuccino. Jim never has a second cup of coffee at home. Mountain grown coffee. Carlos sells Rocky. I was going to make espresso. And picked by Juan Valdez. Coffee with Carlos. Good to the last drop. Good morning. Hola, Carlos. They censured me, daddy. They censured me, daddy. I told you to take him hunting. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chris, yes. who said, uh, in sum, we are in for a wild and woolly constitutional ride over the next 16 days and perhaps beyond, and it's difficult to know where or when it, or how it will end. The two most prominent proponents of the theory that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is self-executing, Lawrence Tribe and uh, Michael Luddig, have been vindicated by the Colorado decision, but they've also said once the case arrives at the Supreme Court, all bets are off. Who said that? Rocco Wallaby. Oh, our uh, legal Larry <laughs> Lippman, who was John, just oh, on with us okay. this week, writing about uh, the earthquake, Carlos, in uh, Colorado. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's, I think the wild card is always this current Supreme Court, right? Uh, it, oh, trying yeah. to figure out what yeah, they're going to do. They did try to f- throw Gorsuch's words against him. Yeah. And I think that's a good move. Um, I think there is an expectation that they will overturn this decision, but... Uh, maybe it's a, a shot across the bow, right? Serving notice that we're, we are going to do stuff like this. And I read somewhere that it was like four Republicans that brought this case in the first place. It wasn't had nothing to do with Democrats. Yeah, much no, like exactly. It had They're saying, to- oh, Democrats are doing... No, it was Republicans. And, you yeah. know, if it weren't for the cowardice of their party as a whole, we wouldn't be here. And it's so weird when Chris Christie will say, well, let the voters decide. The voters did decide. Thank they you. decided to vote for a Congress that should have done the right thing, but censured... Liz Cheney and booted Adam Kinzinger mm-hmm. for having the guts to do what the voters most likely voted t- for them to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you can't let the voters decide. Yeah. You you voted for a Congress that was supposed to, after the U- Ukraine shakedown, yeah. after the, the insurrection, you voted for a Congress that was supposed to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And you fell 10 votes short of that, like I tweeted. So we yeah. did vote for it. But yeah. you, there's no, they, they misjudged the cowardice of the GOP. Yeah. The, v- the voters got duped. Yeah. The voters for Liz Cheney just, the, they said that those voters, you don't count in the Republican Party. So yeah. they did vote. I think what's disturbing, Carlos, is, you know, unless some people have, you know, two, like, yeah, they're all scared of the MAGA base. But, you know, a lot of people are like, no, they agree with them. I mean, I, I yeah. think what's disturbing is not like just Trump quoting Hitler. It's the people cheering for him. Yeah. And the people, yeah. the MAGA people getting interviewed afterwards going, oh, well, you know, I might not have said it that way. But, you know, he's right about the policy. I mean, you just think, oh, God, are we really in this racist and bloodthirsty a country that are like, yeah, I like this whole idea of, you know, internment camps. Sent- I mean, he's running the same play he ran the last time. Build the wall yeah. and rapists are coming in and the Muslim rapists. ban. All the languages. There's so many languages and they're speaking them and there's so many and you don't know what they are. You do know what they are. You can look them up, you fool. Yeah. You yeah. don't know what the languages of the voices of, of your head are. That's right. Donald. All right. Yes, I'll do it. You said, imagine if the GOP clum show had the courage of Bill Burr's wife, who uh, flipped Trump off, which was fantastic, yeah. right to his face. Um, <laughs> you said we would never have gotten to the Colorado Supreme Court. Stop normalizing what he did. Cops got crushed and maced. One of his cult supporters got shot and killed. He doesn't deserve to be on any ballot. Um, and you know, That's you the keep, truth. Yeah. As you keep warning That's every fact. week, you also said to borrow a phrase from the Princess Bride, never vote third party, especially when the death of democracy is on the line. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Never vote third party, especially when the death of democracy is on the line. <laughs> yes, but all know. these things are true. Again, same as the Republican contra. contra somebody else wrote regarding Chris Christie, regarding third party voters. If Trump murdered somebody mm-hmm. in public, like a child, would you then not? say that the Supreme Court has the right to take him off the ballot, or would you still say voters should decide? It's insane. And again, for third-party voters, 
Third-party voters exist in a vacuum where their candidate can just make promises but doesn't have to face opposition. Vote for me. I will give you peace in the Middle East. Everybody will get health care. Everybody will get student loan forgiveness. Everybody will get great union wages, more paid vacation leave. I promise you everything. I, like Jill Stein, Cornell West, will not be able to, to deliver that promise. So just vote for me. I'll tell you anything you want to hear yeah. because I won't have to face opposition. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is a child who's running to replace uh, uh, Ken Calvert, the Republican here in Riverside County, who voted against certifying the election. And (laughs) I think if you've fallen into a trap where you are more likely to support one human being over your own country, over your own fellow Americans in any context, just because the guy tells you to do something, I always used to say, take a hard look in the mirror and ask yourself how far can this possibly go? Am I willing to throw everything out in service of the former host of The Celebrity Apprentice, right? I mean, I just think that America is about so much more than that, and we have got to move beyond this one cult of personality. I mean, I was saying, Carl, yeah. they're such cowards. I'm sure many of them are celebrating behind closed doors and hoping that the Supreme Court rules with the Colorado court to be rid yeah. of him without having to, you know, take the, the blame for it from his MAGA psychos. They're quietly celebrating, right? McConnell admitted he goes, yes. Trump should be convicted. He he did the insurrection. McConnell admitted that. Yeah. But then he's like, well, well, just let, let the dog catcher catch the rabid dog. We can't really control the dog anymore. And, and then when the dog catcher catches the dog, that damn dog catcher caught the dog. <laughs> How dare he treat that dog so inhumanely? By the way, There's mine such... and Chris's impression of Mitch McConnell has morphed into Buffalo Bill. Yeah, from yeah, it does. Uh, it, puts the, it puts the democracy in the basket. But so it gets the holes again. Oh my God, the Republican Party is left up there like Raphael Cruz's gut. <laughs> he's they're, they're, he's, and they're and to help us over the put democracy like, in the, the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> they're help us put democracy in the van. It's insane. Again, like what my tweet said, we are normalizing the yeah. fact that a guy shook down Ukraine for dirt. We are normalizing that he called Georgia for 12,000 more votes. We're normalizing that he lied and Bill Burr said he lied. We're normalizing that he started an insurrection. Watch cops get beat up. Watch a, a person get killed. Stole the original <laughs> and evidence of Putin the installing House. him in 2016. And I don't know, probably gave it back to Putin. <laughs> God knows where it is. The missing Russian intelligence, right? I mean, it's just there is new evidence yeah. of what a traitor he is every single effing day. I- Fire James Comey. How many people uh, refused to show up on subpoenas during the Mueller investigation? I don't yeah. know how many it was. Yeah, yeah. So, it's the only reason they weren't able to prove collusion to a, the, the, the to the you know criminal the conspiracy threshold was because of the massive obstruction. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And then you get these third-party idiots. Oh, it's a Russian hoax. No, it's not a hoax. No. You know that, that they, they yeah. weren't allowed to testify. You well, he would have released all the information if it, that's what it proved. It obviously proved yeah, the, the opposite. Yeah, the unredacted version. Release yeah. it. Uh, yeah, gay, gay in Colorado, you're on with Carlos. Hello, Gay. Hi there. How uh, are you good. today? Go ahead. Oh, good. I'm just calling. I'm from Lauren Boebert's district. Ooh. Oh, sorry. And, of course, oh, we dear. have, yes, <laughs> sadly, I call her office often. Okay. And uh, we have two very good candidates <laughs> um, that are running in her for her office. From you know, we have the primary, which is fine. If I were in her um, district like you, good. I'm. You know how immature I am. I would call every day and play that song. Wouldn't you give a hand to a friend? 
Wouldn't you give oh, a oh, hand to it? Click. Not a, oh my goodness. Not a bad idea. It's a there hand, you go. Bad it's idea. a handy Although, J joke. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. I, I, you were talking about Scott Perry earlier, and they had finally gotten some of his phone conversations or texts or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering when they'll start moving on to the next round of congressional people who, who were also involved uh, in an insurrection and and took an official oath. And of course, wouldn't be like the president wouldn't be iffy as to whether he actually was an officer of the government or not, because I think she would be considered to be. In the Constitution, am I right that uh, Jack Smith would probably be very happy to hear all of this information? He probably has it already. Yeah, let's let's uh, hope so. I mean, I you know that's the thing, Carlos. Is I guess you know we know a, this much of what Jack Smith knows, but yes. you know you you have to. Uh, that's the other thing. I don't, Jody. I'm not even. It's hard to keep track of. You know. Whether the ruling would be like, oh, you can keep him off the general election ballot, right. but not the primary ballot. There's like a sort of a lot of legal issues, or does he have to be convicted in the right. January 6th trial? Uh, I, uh, but I think it was George Conway we just read mm-hmm. that said, you, in the 14th Amendment, you don't have to be convicted no, of insurrection. Not. So, it's yes. yeah. It states that you do not have to be convicted of it. Yeah. Just participate, uh, known participation. And he <laughs> obviously started it. Yeah. Organized by hey Clarence Thomas, who won't recuse himself, his wife bussing people there, yeah, then blaming it on Antifa and FBI informants dressed as protest, crazy, yeah, those buses. Remember when Obama wore a tan suit yes. and took a selfie? Oh yeah, the, the country has still barely recovered. Are, what are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I know, I know. It, it's uh, it, some it, some days it still is hard to like mm-hmm. absorb where where we were and where we've come and. And again, like some of it, just how much of it was racist backlash against, you know, having the first black president. Because some of this just, you know, makes no sense other than pure unbridled racism. Yeah. And how far we've come. Like I tweeted, Nixon was born 60 years too early. He could have literally just said, I am a crook and I will be on the 76 ballot. Thank you, Republicans, for being cowards. Yeah, Yeah. we've talked to Jill Weinbanks about this multiple times. If there'd been right-wing radio and Fox News, Nixon probably would have survived. They would have done the same thing, which chunk fake news, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's that's going to be the the battle is over any kind of common set of facts or, or, you know, we were saying that Fox News defamation, the, um, what's his name? Alex Jones, the Rudy Giuliani thing. I mean... There are provable facts in courts of law still in the United States of America where you have to pay for lying, right? Yeah, and your own guys, Mark Meadows, McCarthy, McConnell, said Trump was guilty of inciting the insurrection. They said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just lacked the, the kickballs to do anything about it. Oh, it even vibrates like real. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Hey, silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender yeah. and mild, what? sleep in heavenly peace, yeah. what? sleep in that heavenly peace. Okay. Key change. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Richard Cheese, that's crazy. <laughs> Christmas is Monday. Holy night. Christmas is Monday. Yeah. Jody said, I still don't even know what to get my mom. I said, I get, don't. Her, get her another Mark Twain award. Yeah, they're easy. And a liberal helper. Mm, 
Sure. Get another one of those. How hard can that be? Coffee with Carlos Els Rocky. Um, speaking of the birth of uh, ba- the, the baby Jesus. Let's talk about what you Lyle, Lyle Wagner's what? Sparkly tooth. <laughs> yeah, like in Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, let's speaking of the birth of the baby Jesus. Let's talk about the Middle East cuz that's fun. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, just in terms of what might affect 2024, um, Carl says, talking to Dean Obdala this morning before the show, just wanted to get, you know, he has relatives, uh, obviously, he has Palestinian relatives. You know, we had Malcolm Nance on today, who's, you know, a a terrorism expert. So he comes at it from, you know, a point of view about Hamas. Mm -hmm. He tweeted, uh, sorry, virtually all of the pro-Palestinian activism we've seen openly support Hamas or its mission or goals of killing Jews, Jews, all those chants about infatata, revolution, resistance from the river to the sea, genocide. None of this supports the plight of Gaza. They are trapped by Hamas's murder, Hamas's decisions, Hamas's war is on their heads. Uh, it's a call for the end of Israel and attacking Jews worldwide. I don't think any of you could have pointed to Gaza on a map eight weeks ago. Um, oh, this is where he gets old man on his lawn. He All says, right. you're a bunch of know-nothing kids <laughs> that are one step away from a federal charge of material support to a terrorist group. Now you're going to lose us older African-Americans watch, and we're the ones who really vote Democratic and attack on them as an attack on us. I mean, Carlos, you've seen this, that it's just this, yep. the, the politics are all what's your word chris caddy wampus you yeah. know i mean bernie sanders extent, you could say is, that israelis are trapped by netanyahu's government right yeah m- many and, protests and dean you know dean and i as well we're talking about we should have a long time ago been telling them stop building settlements i mean netanyahu is not a partner for a two-state solution and neither are israelis now after october 7th sadly and you know, the Palestinians likely would vote for Hamas again if they did hold an election today. So I just, it, it seems like they're trapped in this hopeless circle that, that you know, I, it, we, it feels to me farther away from a two-state solution than ever. What do you think? Yeah, certainly moving the capitalism, uh, capital of Israel to Jerusalem and oh, allowing these yeah. settlements to continue nothing. under the no Trump con- No concession. Under the Trump administration and, uh, you know, kowtowing to whatever Netanyahu wants did not lead to the best course of uh, results, right? So it's so tricky because, and again, I'll go back to the third party thing. Biden is in a bind. You can't please both sides. You can't please both sides on any issue. You're going to have to sacrifice some loss of votes somewhere to try to do the right thing with the Middle East, with with uh, student yeah. loan forgiveness, Chris, Chris was saying so that Debbie Dingell's saying it's too complex to solve. Right. Debbie Dingell was saying speech. Michigan's in trouble because of Muslim population, and they don't like right. how Biden is handling this. And I, I'm, but I, again, it's hard for me. Again, I don't have the background that Dean or mm-hmm. Malcolm has in that area, Carlos. But I'm like, you're going to vote for the Muslim ga- ban guy? <laughs> oh, over. I mean, and the guy that that uh, obviously, as you said, moved the, the you know embassy to Those are your choices, the farthest right? thing from an honest broker we've had in a long time. I mean, anyway. Yeah, at least, at least Biden is calling for things like more of a ceasefire, allowing yes. Palestinians to get to safety, and and at yeah. least he's calling for things like that. Trump would never do that. And so again, those I mean, are your two choices: somebody and, who's not perfect and the two on things, Israel, and somebody who's worse yeah. on Israel. Yeah. Yeah, and there's not worse of two e- lesser of two evils, Carlos. But Donald Trump is evil. <laughs> Joe yes. Biden is not. And I guess yeah. the two things I wanted to say that Malcolm and read his piece. We linked to it, right, Chris? Yeah. Is that he said yes? 
Israel can defeat Hamas. And I said, can they do it more discriminately? And he said, yes. And I'm glad that Biden is calling for that. To, yeah, to, you know, because if, if, for example, there are terrorists here in the United States, right? Right terrorists, white supremacists. If they occupied hospitals or whatever, would you blow up entire neighborhoods to get rid of yeah. white supremacist terrorists? You'd probably try to be more surgical about it. And they're arguing that in some cases we have, in some cases they probably haven't been. And so Biden is trying to negotiate yeah. all of this. Yeah. He's it's, trying it's to an send... impossible situation for a president to try to handle before the 2024 election. It, it, it's really a difficult one situation. Last, one last point. Human Rights Watch tweeted, the Israeli government is using starvation of civilians as a method of warfare in Gaza. Malcolm, Shutting off water, Malcolm said, I look forward to Human Rights Watch con- condemnation of Hamas terrorist organization for using starvation by stealing all the food deliveries to civilians as a weapon of war against their own people. I, this, the, both sides are right, you know? I mean, it's, yes. It's, yeah. it's 20, oh God, now I've hit a hard break. 29 yeah. minutes Way to go. the hour. All right, more coffee with Carlos. <laughs> yep. As for refugees from Gaza, she says, no way. What's America's role in this? I mean, Egypt doesn't want to take them. Jordan doesn't want to take them. And what do you think about America? Isn't that very telling that they don't want to take them? Absolutely. So I'm assuming the position, therefore, is America should not take them either. Absolutely not. They should go to Hamas-loving countries. Nikki Haley, can we please stop saying she's moderate? This entire party's awful. This is why I understand the passion, Carlos, and the anger, you know, in the Muslim community about everything in the Middle East. But I just am like, oh, my God, this party, it's it. Who is the guy that put forth the bill about expelling all Palestinians that are currently right. in the right. that would include Dino Badala uh-huh. <laughs> that live yeah. here now. So not only this would they not take any post World so, War Two mm-hmm. was, was who would take the Jewish refugees. Right, yeah. right. And I think the United States had an opportunity to. And that's interesting to look at. Why didn't the United yeah, States you. take those refugees? They were treated like the Palestinians were. It's like, mm-hmm. we don't want them. Yeah. Saudi Arabia doesn't want the pa- Palestinians. Nobody wants them. Yeah. What they want is uh, uh, like a two-state solution where, but if yeah. one side can't live I in just, peace, I'm having a hard time hard. In, in my brain, Or though, two going, sides can't live in peace, it's hard. Right? Yeah, that I understand. You know, I guess what Dean was trying to tell me this morning is, you know, he said the problem was with us still sending aid, if we still send aid to Israel, that in the Muslim population, they feel like that we are, you know... It's a betrayal. Uh, mm-hmm. Second class. Right, that we are uh, funding what what appears to be a genocide. But let me, just listen to one more Nikki Haley. Um, Iraq, Qatar, Turkey, those three countries, they can go to that. It is not Israel's problem. It's not America's problem. If those countries like Qatar and Turkey and Iran feel so deeply for the people of Gaza, they should take them. Yeah, but that, 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 that I, Andy's running everywhere. on the Muslim ban again, right? Like for those of us that went to the airport to protest that the first time, you know, I, I, I just... I, I keep saying, I you know, call me a Biden apologist if you want. I feel like he's doing the best he can in a really like intractable situation in the Middle East, you know. Because and you I, could, that's a callous argument. You could flip that and go, oh, you know what? If Israel wants to live there on their own with these people that don't like them, that's their problem. So we yeah. let let them handle it. 
That's just washing your hands free of any responsibility. That's not a leader. That's yeah. a cop out. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. afraid of her own first real name. That is not a person that has courage. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Um, this was uh, Michael uh, Gartenberg tweeted. Uh, imagine if I think Malcolm retweeted this. Imagine if TikTok and Twitter existed during World War II. Goebbels would have had a field day with videos and tweets of Jews enjoying their time in Auschwitz. And there was no proof of any atrocities and millions of followers would have gleefully amplified his voice. I mean, I, you know, Carlos, it's what you've been dealing with, you know, with all of this. There's just such massive disinformation about everything, right? Vaccine. Oh, by the way, uh, Bobby Kennedy, a helper, as always, uh, tweeted, if such Trump is kept out of office through judicial fiat rather than being defeated in a fair election, his supporters will never accept the result. This country will become ungovernable. They don't accept it now. He was defeated in a fair <laughs> election, you. you stumbling, guttural fool. He was. <laughs> he is such a coward. He is so afraid from criticism. He's towing the line like any grifter would. There are simultaneous truths in this world, you coward Kennedy. That yes, the Democrats may not be perfect, but also Trump is disgusting. You can go ahead and say it. Have the kickballs to do it, you coward. <laughs> Don't, um, we should, it's okay to have this much rage and hate for people like Kennedy yeah. and Trump. It's okay this Christmas to call these people out. Yeah. To be a De Niro, you Kennedy, you son of you, grift of mother, you son of you, weak piece of crap. Okay. Yeah, do it. It's healthy because it's the truth. Um, if we were so we've been talking about how scrambled, you know, obviously the politics is on the Middle East. Um, this is the uh, a father, the father of a hostage killed by IDF, rebuking uh, Netanyahu. I mean, obviously Netanyahu's support is in yeah. the absolute toilet in yes. Israel. Uh, they cannot save us. They don't deserve us as a country, as a community. They are not our leaders. They thinking only on themselves. They are not thinking about the hostages. They are not thinking about us. Yeah, yeah I mean, heartbreaking. I just, you know, Carlos, I guess my, can, I'm not an expert of any kind, but it just, it seems like it's to Netanyahu's benefit to drag this out as long as possible because oh, yeah. he feels like he can't be replaced, you know, while the war is on, they can't. But I'm like, I... You're the one that got us into this problem. You know, you're the one that, you know, missed this intelligence that you had a year ago that was so, you know, focused on your settlers in the West Bank that you missed this. It went on eight hours for a response. I mean, it's just, I, I can't, anyway, they, I'm not they should be rid of him means, tomorrow. It's just curious how the Ukraine war and this happened during the Biden administration and not during the Trump administration. It's just curious to me. Yeah. Let me toss out a conspiracy. Well, it's not a conspiracy. Kindling. Putin trained and funded Hamas. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? It's all, of course, it's all connected. Um, Seth, uh, Seth, not the homo of hope, the other one. The, the homo of filth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hi, Seth. Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, First of all, I think Carlos is nailing it on everything this morning. Yes. Um, but I wanted to address the Colorado thing for a second. I think it doesn't matter whether it's the mad uh, cries of Bobby Kennedy or the really well thought out arguments of John Fugelsang. At the end of the day, if you say that we have to, to, to put the law aside for political reasons or security reasons, it's just basically saying that someone somewhere is above the law because, hey, Trump, and that's actually fascism. This is nuts. Yeah. There, there may be political concerns, and I agree with them, but nonetheless, the law mm -hmm. is, is above all of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you're Carlos... opening up the door for the next leader, whoever they are, to say, you know what? I'm not leaving the, the White House. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to command an army to come and tear up the Capitol. That's right. This is not just about Trump. And you can't me in a court of law either. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. That's that. Talk about a dangerous precedent. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has to be the dog catcher. There's a rabid dog out there. The Republicans won't do it. So sane Republicans, of which there are few, yeah. and Democrats and the courts have to do your dirty work because you're cowards. Yeah. Um, it seems as we keep talking about 2024 is going to be a war, you know, about objective reality. Like we were talking about the economy. It's just by every provable measure it's the you know lowest unemployment in 50 years i mean but trump's out there going gas eight dollars a gallon but like no it's not but right don't people know when they fill up their tank that's not true you know that their turkey didn't cost 90 dollars. that you know yada yada i mean but it's gonna fall it's gonna fall a deep recession the likes of which you've never seen that's his phrase stock market's gonna crash i mean right we're all stock markets all-time high yeah. If I'm elected incel, all you incel boys, there'll be beautiful <laughs> models laid. knocking on your door. So beautiful, the likes of which you have never seen. I promise you, beautiful models. <laughs> I mean, that From Epstein's the... Island, direct, <laughs> underage, I approve. Oh, Go God. As Chris, no. as Chris has always said, he is a timeshare salesman. Yes. He literally the other day said, I promise everyone will have a beautiful home and a car of your choice. <laughs> was like, what? Jetpacks you, made you a beat. You that. Carol Merrill. Yes. yes, he's Carol Merrill. <laughs> yes. Look at We're this all old enough to get that reference. Or, okay. or, or Janice, Holly, and Diane. <laughs> there How you go. That? Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, the price is the right. Spiegel, Chicago. Okay. Spiegel, Chicago, Chicago six, Illinois. Six, <laughs> <laughs> but here's uh, Jared Bernstein just, you know, just talking about Biden administration. Here we go. We're on the right path. We've got more work to do, but we must stay the course, okay? Inflation is down two-thirds off of its peak. We are bringing back jobs to this country, domestic manufacturing jobs. We are standing up production of clean energy facilities, electric vehicles, electric batteries. And at the same time, you know, there's a headline this morning from one of our major papers. This season's hottest shopping trend, falling prices, okay? Yep, went on to say. Yeah, sorry. Contrast that with the plans of the other side. From what we can tell, the plans of the uh, Republicans uh, look to us like they are to cut more taxes for millionaires and billionaires, to actually give Big Pharma the kind of presence that uh, uh, Joe Biden has helped to take away so that we can lower prescription drug costs, lower the cost of insulin, lower the cost of health coverage, and make it easier for millionaires and billionaires to evade taxes with the IRS. None of that is okay with this president because none of that helps working families. That's his agenda. That's what we're executing on. More to do, but on the right path. Yeah. Speaking of these anti-vaxxers, how many times have we been called like big pharma fans or whatever because we wanted to get the vaccine and not die of COVID? Joe Biden's the one that's actually done something about prescription drug prices, right? As I've tweeted before, pediatricians give their own children the COVID vaccine and they're not doing it for big pharma profits. All these other guys are just trying to sell a comedy tour. Yeah. They don't really (laughs) believe it. Right. Which comedians would you be talking about, Carlos? Don't Somebody get him started. Name that begins with the J. Don't perhaps? get him started. Yeah, shut the front door. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more from uh, Will Rollins running. Uh, just also just talking about what the GOP is running on or used to stand for. I guess I just wonder what they think about my other work at the oh. department. You know, are they mad that I went after the number two prescriber? I'm six. I'm looking for six. I, I always used to say um, to, and I still say that you know the folks that are 
Republicans in my district and a lot of my Republican family and friends, I mean, your party used to stand for four basic principles, right? Mm -hmm. Law and order, personal accountability, the rule of law, and hawkishness on Russia. It stands for none of those principles anymore as a result of one person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's they can't claim any of that anymore, Carlos. The party of national security, the party of law and order, the party of small government. I mean, I yep. Trump's blown all of that up, right? Yeah, absolutely has. The part, yeah, the, the, now the party of birtherism and white supremacy. Absolutely, when a guy refuses to leave office in a, a peaceful transition of power, that's not exactly law and order. That's not exactly the Constitution. Yeah. So yeah. what are you talking about when yeah. cops are getting crushed and bear sprayed yeah. by your people? Yeah, and you say that not, as, as a fake cop. That's not supporting the, the blue. Even, even as a fake Reno 911 cop. Right. You. Man, I, I'll tell you what. I would gather my $6.95 an hour salary and take a bus down to the Capitol myself and visit Don and have a few words with him. Maybe a little stick Lieutenant time. Garcia, everybody. Okay. 40 <laughs> after the hour. Thanks for upgrading to me to lieutenant, but I'll take it. Oh, all right, whatever. Detective, sorry. Uh, this portion <laughs> of the... Oh, uh, officer, man. Just this portion of the... You'll get there. Now, that just seems intentionally confusing. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. You won't be interested in this, but um, the headline is third-party candidate can't win in 2024, <laughs> according to a former Obama campaign manager. You don't, you just, you talk amongst yourself. You won't be interested <laughs> in this. <laughs> no, Jim Messina, uh, you know, who was, um, yeah, White House Deputy Chief of Staff, he was talking about no labels. He said the idea that a unity ticket featuring a Republican and a Democrat could somehow produce a nominee with a clear path to, vi- path to victory is worse than political fiction. The group behind it, no labels, is pushing a dangerous lie that would simply serve to put Trump back in the White House, yep. which is their goal. And yes. he, you know, and he you went know on to, he argued... Go ahead. He, he argues something you did. The polls showing many want a third-party candidate does not mean they will ultimately vote for them next November. Uh, he said this points to a larger truth. Americans think a third party's needed, even if they won't vote for one. Voters want to express discontent with their party. Sure, nearly half of the electorate thinks a third party's necessary, but no labels mistakenly assumes that means these voters will actually vote for one. Once Americans get a good look at the alternatives, like Perot or Johnson, they end up sticking with the major right. parties. Um, but he he warned that no labels could decide the election. He said any well-funded third-party candidate would be a disaster for our republic and risks putting us on a direct path path yeah. to dictatorship. And even for those that, that argue, oh, Jill Stein didn't cost Hillary the election, yeah, she which she did, she and there's did. many Probably. arguments pro and con. Well, the, the, there is no argument con. You, do the numbers. Look at the numbers yes, in right, the swing states. They'll show in all the states that it did. But to what end, even if you believe that, that she didn't, to what end are you voting for a third-party candidate if they have no shot at winning? Right that you think you're gonna change the world, it hasn't happened since Nader. It's gotten worse. You're not changing anything. Yeah. You're go- what you're doing is hugging a zombie. You know what? We need to go and hug the, you need to kill the zombies. <laughs> and gonna to eat do your that, face. you have to vote blue. <laughs> you wanna go and hug a zombie? Fine, you're gonna die, but do it outside yeah. and lock the door behind yeah. you. And if you don't, you know, I, as Jody said, uh, no one has nuance on the Middle East. Everyone no. is complete whole. Oh, did that lack nuance? I guess it did. It did. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, on balance, 
If you don't like the way Joe, Joe Biden is handling the Middle East, which, first of all, is not his fault. It's Hamas's fault right. and Netanyahu's fault, right. primarily. Um, but former Representative Michelle Bachman, bat crazy former congresswoman, she said in no uncertain terms, the 2.3 million inhabitants of Gaza should be forced off the land so it can be turned into a national park. Uh, she was speaking at that crazy fest yeah. they just had. She said uh, Gazans, roughly half of whom are children, should be uprooted from the region and deported to Iran. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it, it, what's his name? Kirk. Charlie Kirk said, Michelle Bachman, everybody. She does a great job, doesn't she? Yes. Called for ethnic cleansing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all, every, everybody just removed. And, and I, so these are the candidates that are obviously not worried about offending Muslims and or the Muslim vote. In Biden's real world, he has to appease both sides. And again, this is why a third-party candidate is useless. They haven't faced any opposition. I just tweeted, look at the amount of legislation that Biden has been able to pass against fierce opposition and fierce conservative media lies against people like the Charlie Kirks. The reality is if a third-party person got elected, he would have to deal with the Charlie Kirks and the Bachmans and the Nikki Haley, the people who believe that you should just turn Gaza into a parking lot. You would have to deal with that reality. Again, I can promise you anything in a vacuum. It doesn't mean I can win and legislate. So vote for me, Carlos Alizraki, third party. (laughs) I, like Jill Stein and Cornel West, have no shot at winning. So I'm equal to them. Yeah, here's some yeah. good bad news out of Ohio. So uh, in the wake of what happened, uh, you know, the Giuliani judgment for uh, Shea and Ruby, um, a bipartisan pair of Ohio senators want to shield election officials' addresses from public records requests. I think that's a great idea. They said this is not yes. a red or blue issue. It's a public safety issue. The increased political polarization of our country has put election officials in danger. This legislation will give these people peace of mind they deserve. Otherwise, we're not going to get anybody right. to run elections right. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, you'll get AI. <laughs> but then this, to me, is just I, it sums up the Republican Party. Ohio Republicans plot to thwart voters who backed, quote, immoral and evil abortion rights. Oh, voters in Ohio, they do not believe in democracy no, anymore. No. Voters in Ohio this year overwhelmingly backed an amendment to enshrine abortion rights in their state's constitution. But Republicans in the state are plotting to thwart their wishes. <laughs> this is... Yep. Just like January 6th, it's just, you yeah. know, the voters and what they Attention, want. Attention, Chris Christie, when you say let the voters decide, you're the same party that wants to make yeah. it harder for students to vote on campus. Yeah. So you're not letting the voters decide. They're, they're going it's all a in. Lie. On, yeah, they're going all in on a total abortion ban that would only have exceptions to save a woman's life, but uh, not for women who were impregnated due to rape or incest. Um, uh, one anti-abortion advocate uh, acknowledged his bill would contradict the will of the boulders, but said that didn't matter because voters made an immoral choice. Oh, I see. Republicans know better than you, you dummies. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have two daughters, and I openly hate Republicans, and that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy. I'm sorry. It's, it's full of rage, but it's a healthy rage. Yeah. So embrace it and I was- vote democratic i was just talking to olivia troy this week i I guess i don't i'm not really sure if she's still republican but i said it's not just roe there is a deep misogyny that runs through the republican party carlos all of those women like olivia troy that left the you know trump administration all those trump idiots they all basically just call them whores you know i mean steve bannon's and the roger stones i mean yeah yeah it's like joe rogan is so impressed that trump got an ovation at a ufc concert yeah they're incel Idiots. Yep. yep. They just like pugilistic fighting and hate women. Of course he did. We love you. We Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>